Angela Yee, and y'all know I love to travel. Well, my friends in the U.S. Virgin Islands and I are inviting you to the gorgeous islands of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John. From the amazing food to the warm hospitality, culture, and gorgeous beaches, USVI has everything you want in a destination, and no passport is required when traveling from the U.S. Start planning your getaway at visitusvi.com. That's visitusvi.com. USVI, naturally in rhythm. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee. Jasmine from the JasmineBrand.com is here. Yes. New Mano. New Mano. Mano is in the building. And Steven Jackson, Stack 5, is here with us. What's up, y'all? Happy to be here. New Mano? I need new to know Mano. what that means. <laughs> yeah. He's it's a, a new, it's a new, new version. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. We're trying to get him to like stop feeding stop into stay yeah. out of trouble, stop yeah, stomping out trouble. people out in the club, nah, stop hey, choking hey, bro. people. Hey, I'm a I'm a, I'm a good example. Leveling up. It's our time to level up, man. But 100%. it is true. When you know you got a lot of That's deals right. on the table, people watching you for different reasons, mm-hmm. it is a different type of responsibility. It's time, it's time to reverse the energy. Mandatory. I mean, then you got, you got people relying on you. That's right. You know, you can be real selfish and do what you want to do, or you can put them. You know, put them in, important people in front of you and make the make the decisions so they can succeed. You can e- easily be selfish, but what type of man is supposed to be selfish when you call yourself a protector and provider? Right, right. I saw you said that when everything was happening um, before with George Floyd, that Showtime was really still in your corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of times when you're in a situation, a lot of people don't stand on the side of what's right. They're more worried about their businesses and how people look at them and how the money coming in. I can honestly say Showtime stood behind my back 10 toes, uh, put out statements that I didn't even have nothing to do with, mm-hmm. just to stand behind me and say whatever I got going on and whatever side I'm standing on, they standing with me. So that meant a lot. I feel like you were part of the reason that it really came to the forefront, too. Yeah. I appreciate it. I feel like yeah. when you started talking about it, it kind of turned the volume up on everything that was going on. Well, let me ask you a quick Why do Why do I, and as our people, for the most part, they get upset when I say this, but somebody said this to me on the show I was on that I am the face of the biggest civil rights movement ever. 18 countries, all 50 states. But only our people get mad when I say that. Mm-hmm. I'm Just because I'm not dressed like Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. I didn't ask to see my friend get murdered. Right. Right. I just stood up and did what a brother's supposed to do. Right. right. But only our people get mad when I say that. And why is that? I never heard anybody get mad about it. Yeah, when, I mean, so like, like on social media. Okay. everywhere, you know what I'm saying? So you know, Martin Luther King. What are they mad at, though? Because, because, because nine out of ten times it's the fact that it wasn't them and it was me. Well, I think... Part of it is also to what comes with being 
And even if it wasn't, you know, it's not intentional, but what comes to being an activist is you get a lot of criticism and a lot of hate. And people don't see that side of it. But I know people who are, you know, very active and they end up getting people coming at them all the time. They want mm-hmm. you to be one-dimensional. They, they also want you to not have money, too. Yeah. They he feel, wasn't, uh, it got to be a certain look. be an yeah. activist, though. That's what I'm saying. It's not intentional. My point, my point It wasn't an intentional right. thing. But sometimes, unfortunately, what gets us really involved in things is when it affects us personally. And that, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we, we're kind of disconnected until it affects us right. and then you're like okay right. we gotta really indeed he you know, stood up as a brother mm-hmm. he wasn't trying to be an activist and the thing about about standing up and, and people relating to that is that sometimes most times you gotta come to the people as the people mm-hmm. I relate to people that I look like that I that I that I have things in common mm-hmm. and that's what happened when he started speaking people related to him mm-hmm. right and people don't do it for attention. Nobody wants to have to be in that position. Right. You know, you just don't even realize the hate that comes with it, too. And and it's crazy. Like, I was fine with doing my podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I was out the way. You know right. what I'm saying? I, I didn't need that attention. But the fact that I, I did what I would want my brothers, any one of my brothers do for me, I'm proud that I did that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud that we some things changed. We're still in the same position. But I'm glad that I was able to secure things for his daughter. Right, she in the best position she could ever be in. Right before he, before he passed, so I'm just I'm just happy that the good things that came out of it we can still see on the solid ground in real time. As far as his daughter living a better life and and, and doing better things for her. 100%. And, and consi- we, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. Do you consider yourself an activist? No, I don't. I, okay. I don't because <laughs> one one thing about it is I know who an activist is. Uh, Tamika Mallory is an activist, mm-hmm. somebody I love and look up to, and I would never demean the things that they do to say I'm in their shoes, mm-hmm. right? They dedicate their lives to other people's problems. Mm-hmm. I'm not that person. Right. Well, aren't, that there was... di- aren't there different forms of activism, though? Because I feel like you have a platform, you talk, you speak up, and just because you don't dedicate your whole life to it. Yeah, but I I, I don't think that's activism. I just stand on the side of right. Mm. Okay. That's what everybody should do. You right. know what I'm saying? I, like, I, 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 say, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't demean the work that and the time that Tamika Mallory and they, gotcha, they put right. in. Every time something goes on with, with, with our community, they flying they down there standing yeah. with families. They on the front I don't do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't do that. putting your life in danger. Right. Every time. Going to jail for these people. to kill you right. for yep. that. And that has to be your life every single day. Yes. Not sometimes, all threats, the time. Threats right. all yeah. the time. You know, your family was getting threats. Like, yes. you get threats. Wow. Just yeah. because you're standing, because there are really people who do not like absolutely us, mm-hmm. period. And you know, since you talked about Showtime, you're also uh, doing boxing yes. uh, documentaries, yes. commentating. And I saw people, I saw you post that people were mad about that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's it's so many people that I guess want to be in the boxing space mm-hmm. and probably been doing boxing their whole life, but they didn't get, they not getting the opportunity that I got. But don't blame me, blame God. Right. I mean, any chance I get to level up, I'm gonna take advantage of it. As you said, I love you know I love I, and, and 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 everybody in the space from Jim Gray to people who's legends and Hall of Famers in the space, mm-hmm. they love the fact that I'm in the space, bringing something different to the boxers. And the boxers love it because I look like them, mm-hmm. I dress like them, I talk exactly. like them, yeah. right? And that's why my show has been successful. And Showtime understands that. Right. They need somebody that look mm-hmm. like the boxers that come from the same demographic. So it's it all it's all working, and I'm just happy to be in the spot. I saw you in there like I'm not trying to box. I'm not. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work out with you. You can't play boxing. <laughs> right, that's right. No, you can't. Are you surprised that you've been so successful in the media space, in the, you know, commentating space? Uh, or you I, feel like you always had it in you? I couldn't have predicted it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thankful for it, and, you know, I'm going I'm to I'm push the gas on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to stop. I mean, I think... Being real is coming back in style. Coming back in style. That's right. And I've always stood on that side. One thing about it, we were just talking about me and people like Ice Cube. Like, 
you can say what you want, but you can't pull no skeletons out of our closet or demean our character away from nothing in the past because we live our lives and our emotions on our sleeve. Mm. And there's nothing to hide. So that's why you can't demean us. And that's why they hate me, Mano. Mm. Because you can't go in my in, in my ten years ago and say, Oh, he was banging this, now he bang you can't do none of that. I'm solid as they come. That's from right. you go to my hometown and I'm solid as they come. So that's why people hate us and Everybody can't say they stand on that side. Mm. Well, let's talk about this because you do have your own show. You have all the smoke. You have your own platform. We just saw what happened at ESPN, mm -hmm. you know, with all of the layoffs. And and were you super surprised when that happened? Or was that something that people in the industry knew was coming? Hey, if you've been in the podcast space, if you've seen the stuff we've been doing, um, Gilbert Arenas, Knuckleheads, all these basketball <laughs> players and stuff like that, you knew this was coming mm. um, because we all worked at ESPN. We, me and Matt, um, when Rachel Nichols first started the show, the jump with me and uh, Tracy McGrady, that's the, that's, that show went through the roof. And uh, they didn't want to pay us. So as as they wasn't paying the players and the people that was making the shows hot, everybody started declining the deals. So they started giving jobs to people who just wanted to be on TV. Well, now everybody's in the podcast space. This show is more entertaining than anything on ESPN. This show. Mm. There's so many shows from our culture that are more entertaining than what they're talking about. Perfect example. When Stephen A. gets off his show, he goes straight to his podcast. Right. To say things that he couldn't say on ESPN. Yeah, that's right. Right? Because this is what's hot right now. So they're fine people because nobody's watching. Especially not when basketball season's not going on. Right. Nobody's watching. So this is what it is. This is what everybody wants to see and hear. The real. And since we're talking about people in that space, Cameron and Mace. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I say one, one, one thing about me and Matt, one thing about me and Matt, the reason why we, we succeed, we don't hate on nobody. Right. It's, right. it's enough space for all of us to get this money. And I'm happy my brother's in this space. So two um, legend rappers that's in the sports uh, world, I, I love it because it's entertainment. It's something mm -hmm. new. Mm -hmm. Like when me and Matt did all the smoke, we was the first professional athletes with championships, with the experience that didn't mind smoking for everybody to see, right? So we did something smoking that was different. Camera. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We that, that was different. What yeah. Mace and Cam is doing is different, and that's why it's winning. So I tell people all the time, like I was just talking to them in the back, when people ask me about podcasts or shows, bro, do it. Just do something that hasn't been done because it's enough for all of us out here. Most people will say, nah, I don't know, because they want it for themselves. No, bro. It's enough room for all of us out here, especially in this space. And speaking of smoking, right, uh, let's discuss the CBA, the the new agreement Well, now with marijuana. Yeah, they should be patting us on the back. They should yeah. be thanking us. So do you think, okay, because I actually had Matt Barnes on Lip Service where he was talking a lot about his uh, cannabis mm -hmm. company and everything. And, you know, at first it was very, you couldn't smoke. It wasn't allowed. No, now there's we, all... you could, you could. Well, we did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, we did our whole career. We never stopped. <laughs> but you stopped. weren't supposed to. No, we weren't supposed to. Right, and it, and it was illegal. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about the space that we're in now. Do you think that even though now it's allowed and you can promote different brands, do you think that society still kind of frowns upon it? Do you think that it's still going to be an issue? The only people that that uh, probably frowned upon are the weak-minded people. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're going to blame cannabis on the reason why you can't succeed or why you can't get up and go to work or why you can't perform, then that's on you. Don't do it. But don't be mad at the people that can that can use it the right way, not get arrested for it, and make sure they're using it to make sure they can perform. Still get the work. And still get the job done. Mm -hmm. so Did you, you ever smoke before games? I have a couple times, but not, not okay, let me explain it to you because people always ask these questions. So we wake up in the morning, we got practice like 9 to 10. We'll go to practice like 9 to 10. I'll get home like 11 o'clock. I'll eat, smoke, shower, then go to sleep. So gotcha. by the time I wake up like 5.30 in the game, I'm not as high as I was before I went to sleep. Gotcha. I'm kind of at an even kill when my body just feel calm and relaxed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. never ride to the game and 
I'm fresh off of L and I'm right. I, no, right. we don't, it's not like that. You know what I'm saying? We use it. We and I ain't gonna lie. I've been smoking since I was 12. I need it. Okay. I need it because it keeps me at an even kill. I, you know, I've been through a lot of stuff in my life and I yeah. need it to so I can survive and perform, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it's been like that a long time. So it's some people like me and Matt that did it the right way, didn't abuse it. But then you got people that. Didn't come from that. Didn't come from it. Now all of a sudden they got money and they trying all these different drugs. Mm-hmm. Now they losing their job and get suspended because they didn't grow. They trying to be something they not. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes it look bad. The people that's doing it for the wrong people reasons. People that are abusing it, right? And not know what they're doing, right? Now, when you were playing, did you have good mentors? Because we're thinking about now, we saw uh, John Morant mm-hmm. seems to be excited that Derrick Rose is going to be coming to the Grizzlies, right? And he'll have somebody that can kind of mentor him that's been in it a, a lot longer. Mm-hmm. What about you? What was your experience? I, I mean, that's the only reason why I had a 14-year career, because I had great mentors and great, great vets. They don't have that now. They pushed all the older guys out the league. I had guys like Steve Smith. Uh, Stephon Marbury, um, David Robinson, Tim Duncan. I had older guys, even Steve Kerr. I played with Steve Kerr. So it was, it was a lot of guys that gave me the game. Uh, Reggie Miller, guys that showed me what being a professional was like. When you come into the game at a young age like I did at 19, it's still a, it's still a game. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just coming to play basketball. I don't, know, I don't know how to be a professional right. yet. What's the biggest learning curve when you first get in? How to be a professional. How to be professional. Yeah, you got you got you showing up to work. Right. This is not a game. You got to show up at a certain time. You got to take care of your body. There's a lot of things that go along with just playing basketball. Right. You got to learn to distinguish the two. Yeah. Playing basketball and being a professional. And the ones that don't learn that, man, they, their career like four or five years. Right. But the one that learn how to do both, 14, 14 years like I did. And I learned that because I had great mentors and guys like Steve Smith. Now, when it comes to these players, I'm sure people come to you as a mentor also, mm-hmm. like the younger players. Mm-hmm. So let's just uh, talk about some advice you would give, all right? Let's just say to Zion Williamson. Mm-hmm. We've seen the drama that he's been going through. Although he hasn't exhibited anything, he's been staying out the way, not responding. He's been quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah. been quiet about Smart. it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the Is advice. Is that the advice? Stay out the way. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of times when, even if, even if you know it's true, the best thing to do is not say nothing because at the end that we all know people make up shit and say stuff that ain't true or not. When you stop talking about it, it just fade away. Right. Especially when it's not on social media. So that's I mean the best thing for him, especially the position he in, with, they got a lot to lose, and you know, I'm I'm we hearing a lot of stuff that we don't even know if it's true. But if it is true, the best thing to do is not to say nothing. Have you ever had somebody come out, a woman, say anything about you that wasn't true, and just kind of start, and you you had to hold back and not respond? Mm-mm. I never have. I'm. I'm. Never, I don't like. I, I don't go to big events. I don't put myself in that position. It's like, also a different day and age because social media now gives too much access for people to be able to do that. I mean, I mean, I you know, I did my thing too. You know, I mean, I'm, I, I feel him. I did my thing too. But I think I always put myself in a position where, you know, if you want to call them hood chicks or real chicks, I always dealt with solid chicks where I knew, they you know, on yeah, they, they didn't have no motive. Uh-uh. Right. right, you know what I'm saying? They 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 just rock with me because I'm a real one. So and, and it's it's hard to decipher at times. I was we make say, mistakes. How do you nah, decipher nah, that? you 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 make those mistakes. But I think if if you if you if you if you a solid individual and you ain't just a corny dude mm-hmm. and you just a green dude and you ain't being nothing, you not you're not gonna be in them situations. Like I know my environments. I know how to read people. I know how to speak. You know what I'm saying? When I walk in a room and I feel like it's uncomfortable or I feel like I'm around niggas that might rob me, I'm gonna leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm not to do it. It's going to stay there and figure out to see if it's going to happen. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. It's a lot of people like right. that. They say, don't be the That's last right. one to leave the party. Yeah, don't nah, shut right. it down. Exactly. 100%. Uh, you know, making it the NBA, like coming from the hood, we always looked at, at that as like one in a couple of million. Mm-hmm. Like that's a dream. 
I've been seeing a lot of NBA players that I've known, not a lot, like fall on bad times. Like mm-hmm. it's like like wow, like you made it all the way to the NBA mm-hmm. and now you back in the hood, you don't have nothing. Like have you seen that a lot? I seen it a lot, man, but I'm I'm you know, I'm I'm you and my brother, I'm gonna keep it fun. It can happen to any one of us, dog. Mm. Let me say you why. Because when we come from where we come from, we all make the mistake, and there's only one person in the NBA history to ever get it right. But we always we all make the mistake of we feel like we owe it to everybody to continue to show that we are real. We ain't gonna change. We need to bring everybody with us, we need to do this, we need to do that. And that is the fakest thing ever. And they call that survivor's remorse. They call it staying down and that's not that's not it. You're because you, everybody's not gonna stay down with you. Because at the end of the day, everybody's not meant to benefit off your blessing. And the quickest way to lose your blessing is to be taking care of somebody that God didn't mean to bless. You know what I'm saying? And we learn that the hard way and a lot of players fall that way, bro. They thinking that they taking care of the homeboys, they doing all this, not seeing the money go. And when it's gone, you're like, damn where it went. It went to all the people around you. Now this is the flip side of it. When you sitting there realizing all the people you took care of, you can't call none of them to get back on your feet. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. And there's an NBA player that I personally know, and I don't want to put him put him out there, but it's it it bothers me to to know that he he right back in the hood right now. It hurts, bro. I can't even believe it though. It's like yo, I just seen homie. What? And imagine what? how he feels. Right, but I, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, but I. I've se- I seen when he was up, and I seen the cars, the cribs. Like mm-hmm. I saw the wave, and to know that he right back in the hood, it 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 bothers me, and and it, it kind of baffles me. Like wow, like how could that happen? Did it, was was it ever a time that you looked at him and you were saying he was being something he he was he he wasn't when you first met him before he had the money? Um, somewhat because that's how he a lost lot of, it. A lot of the times that I you know dudes start to become or start to believe some of the narrative about them later on is the money and mm-hmm. the fame and stuff like that. Money make a lot of them gangster. This definitely, and, 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 but not not in his case. I mm-hmm. wouldn't say th- this case, but I, I think maybe with him he was he was over living, right? Mm-hmm. Taking care of a lot of people, um, doing partying, partying, partying. Went down to Atlanta and just partied up, and I'm just like, wow. I, I was astonished. I'm gonna use a word like that to know that he back in the hood. You know another problem. That's crazy. That I mean, uh, I've seen it happen to too many. Bad investment. Crazy. Bad investments also can be a situation because people do prey on you when they know that you have money mm-hmm. and then they come to you. Oh, you know, you can invest in this. Mm-hmm. But and next thing you know, you know, it's a scam. Have right. how have you been able to know what investments are good? Who do you trust? And what do you tell these younger athletes who are making millions of dollars? How do I know? Because you do also want to make sure you do invest. You don't mm-hmm. want to stay away from that. Mm-hmm. But you also have to make sure you're investing in the right things and trusting the right people. Well, I think I think you got to do what works for you. Investment might not be working for you. Mm-hmm. Saving and putting it in the right places where you're gaining the right interest off the money where you're putting it, that might work for you, right? It depends on what works for you. I always tell people, like, you're going to make mistakes. You, as Where we come from, you're going to blow money. You're going to buy things. But it has to be a point where you put it into it and understand, okay, I got to put something up. I got to be smarter because ain't nobody going to make these decisions for me. Because really, when you get that money, you don't want nobody to tell you what you can and can't buy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? When you come from nothing. So everything is, yes, I'm doing this, this, mine. So it's all on you to be the person to stand and be like, okay, look, I'm going to be responsible. I'm going to put money up. I'm going to make sure I save for a rainy day. I want to be living this life 20 years from now because of your career. You know, you got you got to put these things. You can you can hire a financial advisor, and they can tell you all this and all that. You can sit in these financial classes and hear this and hear that, 
and it can go, it can take heed to it, it can go one day after the other. But you have to sit there and decide to save your money. You have to put your money in these places. You have to do it. What Can't it nobody like tell you? you to do it. Like, what was your strategy and what are some things that you've done? I didn't want to go back to where I came from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I knew that this basketball thing wasn't going to last forever. So while I was playing, I put myself in different positions to do things like this. Now, you know, like, perfect example, Rachel Nichols used to stay in the locker room after every game. And a lot of guys wouldn't talk to her because she was a female. I talked to her every time, gave her every minute she needed. That's crazy. As soon as she got her show on ESPN, who she called? Wow. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was always putting myself in position. Those like relationships. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You can't buy that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I always treated the giant like I treat the owner. I've always been like that, and that's how I carry myself, and it works for me. So just find out what works for you. If, if, if the old school putting money in the shoebox under the bed work for you, <laughs> keep uh-huh. doing that. If, I'm, saying, if, if, do, I'm just saying, if it <laughs> worked for you. Yeah. And then the house could uh, burn down, uh, and it's all uh, gonna, you got to You can't keep but it all, don't keep it all in one spot. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm a big fan of making sure you put your money in different places yeah. so that if this doesn't work, at least this works. Exactly. But team is very important, right? You're, you're, your core team, yeah, right. Your your people, your everyday support guys system got to be important because they can't just be taken, can't just be leeching. Because what I'm what what I see is that when when a guy fall on on hard times, I'm like, man, he ain't got a, a girl or a homie hmm. or hmm. a friend, nobody that could help. Like, you know, like, come here, homie, you could, I got you. Because when you had it, you had me. Mm-hmm. You, you so team is important. Mm-hmm. Your support system is important, but then again, what type of what type of dude are you? What, what did you do to these people that when you had all this, you did this for them? Now they came. You must have did something to them too. But then that's why I go to. That's why I say only one person got it right. Ooh. LeBron is the only person to get it right. <laughs> He's the only person to bring his friends along. Yeah. Put them in position. What's up? It's Angela Yee, and if you know me, you know I have several businesses. Well, one of them had closed down for a little while, but we just reopened it, and that is my juice bar. It's called Nourish Spot BK, and as soon as we reopened, we were really on the clock to find people who can make juices, sandwiches, acai bowls. When you want the best, you have to act quickly, or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Maybe you see the perfect candidate. Well, ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. You can invite your top choices to apply, and you can even encourage them to apply sooner. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. One of the most important things is having our voices represent us. And that's why black representation in media means so much to me and also to the black community. When things happen with current events and entertainment and politics, it is so important that we are speaking for ourselves and not have other people place a narrative on us and who we are and to tell those stories from our point of view. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR.
Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me, but in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. To be successful while he's being successful. But then again, I give LeBron the credit, but you have to give them. They had to want to do That's that. Right. right. You see what That's I'm right. saying? All the and out of all the guys, right. even me, we all brought our homeboys along to try to put them in position. Nobody in NBA history got it right. Mm. LeBron yeah. is the only one with his crew. He got it completely right. Yeah, and think about all the obstacles Rich Paul had to face. Like, they made whole... And uh, they and they come from the street too. Yeah, yeah. people think they they, they, they come from it too. That. They didn't want him to even be an agent to right. even have the ability to do that. They look at him now, mm-hmm. killing right. it. Have you ever taken any big L's, financial L's? Yeah, I blew a lot of money. No question. <laughs> right. I used to, I mean, you know, I, I I lived in Atlanta in 2003, so mm. I was I spent <laughs> crazy money. Just in strip so you clubs. know, strip club. <laughs> yeah, having a good time. What's the yeah. most money you spent in a strip club? <laughs> like twenty five thousand. That's not too bad. To me, that's not like a lot yeah, of money. But that's not, no, because I've heard crazier stories. Some of them, yeah. cats, some of them stories is cap, though. I've I, I, I been in there with, I've been in there, <laughs> remember I said 2003, so I've been in there with me, and them. Oh, okay. And, so, and, yeah, that, okay. and that, that 25,000 was, was yeah. $5. That was yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, nah, for real. Yeah, that's no, and that's no gas on it. And there's pressure, too, as a, they know you have money, you come in the strip club, you kind of have to, you can't just go there and eat some wings. Strippers just, you nah, got, know you got some money, them strippers just circle, circle around you like what you go what you go there for? Yeah. What you go there for? Other than that, go time. to a restaurant. Yeah. You're not gonna do it. What you here for? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Now, what if um? Okay, let's just say hypothetically, let's say Skip Bayless wanted you to be on with him mm-hmm. right now that they're looking for who's gonna be on with Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm. Is that something you would consider? Nah. I'm, I'm, I know what I do best, sis. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm good at. And, and, <laughs> that ain't and, it. And, and I know why I be, you know what I'm saying? I, I know what I do best. And I belong with Matt. I don't think me and Skip, even though I, I like Skip, salute Skip, we don't we don't fit together. Okay. I'm not the type of person that I just jump on an opportunity because it's an opportunity. I know what I'm good at. I'm going to put myself in the, in the best position. And being up there with Skip, it ain't going to work because I ain't as calm as Shannon. <laughs> Right, I ain't gonna bite my tongue, and I'm, it's, 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 it's gonna be some things that I'm gonna say on the first two episodes, and I'm gonna offend everybody at Fox. Yeah. 
You see what I'm saying? So I instead of putting myself in that position, nah, I'm cool. Who would be I a love good, Skip. Who would be a good, you think, uh He wants Charles fit. Barkley. Uh, who do you think would be a good fit? Charles Barkley ain't going to work either because Charles Barkley be flying off. He going to say something. He going to be fired in about two weeks too. Um, <laughs> who, is, who do you think is be good? Um, For Skip? Yeah. I think for Skip, I think for me, I think J.J. Riddick would be good because I think it's, I think it'll be two white guys up there, and but J.J. sees it from our side. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? J.J. been at the barbecue a long time ago. I've, I've learned everything about uh, 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 non-iced style watches from J.J. I know everything about watches mm-hmm. from J.J. Right. Riddick. Wow. So he's been a part of our culture. He's been a solid dude. So I think having him up there, somebody that looked like them, that speak from our side, that's speaking the real, I think that'll be a great show because it's not like Shannon just defending us. It's somebody that's really speaking the real to understand of it that look like him. All right, let's get That'd into some it. big three talk now because I know that's what we're here for. Also, for you, um, and I know your team did win, right, back-to-back mm-hmm. trilogy. Yeah. So how are y'all doing? I see this season is, uh, like you said, a little rocky. To yeah, start. I mean, <laughs> for, for, for my guys, they got they kind of got uninterested. We won the last two years of the championship, and it's been easy. You they know? need competition Yeah, now. I mean, you know, you know, we got up to a rocky start, but I think this was what we needed to turn it around. You know, we're going to turn it around and get to the playoffs and win this thing again. But shout-out to Cube and Jeff. I think for me – you know, for Cube, I always say that I'm the reason the league is what it is, and, mm-hmm. and I'm honored. I, I I take that with pride because he's somebody I listened to growing up on the block, and mm-hmm. somebody that we all admire doing things the right way and standing on what he stand on. And um, he's a legend. The first on first black owned professional league in history, mm-hmm. and um, I'm happy to be a part of that. I want to see my brother win. Um, I'll tell you a quick story. When he first started the league, we was in Vegas, and he brought everybody down there, Mano, just to. Had the NBA guys there to play some three on three to see what it was gonna be like. Right. Half of them was out of shape. Mm-hmm. None of them don't work out. So I only play one way, one way, man. Though, a hundred percent. So I had been doing two a days. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I'm, right. I'm in NBA shape. Right. So I went there and you know I'm talking crap. I'm cursing. You know I'm all playing, that. Playing. And he's sitting there smiling because everybody's seeing my energy. And so it, 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 it mm-hmm. so this so yeah. not so this is what the league's supposed to be like. Right. Because nobody knew how it was gonna look. But I led the charge and brought it in to not Al Harrington talking trash, not Catino talking trash. So mm-hmm. it's, now we have a blueprint of what the league's supposed to look like. And and that's why it's been successful. But the fact that he had the idea, he's not just giving basketball players an opportunity to play basketball again. He's saving a lot of players' lives. Mm. Yeah. That 100000 they making in these 10 weeks are just doing – it's saving a lot of players – that fell on hard times, mm-hmm. or that career ended because of injury, mm-hmm. a chance to make good money right here in the United States and take care of their families. Wow. And a lot of people are not looking at it like that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he loves the game. We love the game. We love to play the game. But what he's doing for our culture, people are not looking at it. He had a game here last night. Look who performed. Yeah, we one Ja Rule, he, he's a big part of the MLP, Scarlet. But he's wow. doing it in a positive way. That's dope. Right? right? He's doing it. He's bringing it to the arenas in a positive way. So I tell people all the time, when they, when they first came out that he was the first black-owned league, don't just post it on Instagram. Show up to the game. Right. Mm-hmm. It's cool to post it on your page, but actually show up and support this man if you say you rock with him like you say you do. And it's a good time, too. I went to the first ever game that they did mm-hmm. um, in Brooklyn yep. at the Barclays. And I was like, because, you know, it's the first one, so everybody's not quite sure what to expect. And I've been watching it evolve over the years. What is it, the sixth year? Is yep, six. Six years now. I, got, I don't mean to cut you off, but I got a funny, it's funny you say that, mm-hmm. that you was at the game. <laughs> so I got a homeboy. That was at the game, right? And you sat by him. Oh, okay. Listen, this is what? Six years ago, right? <laughs> he swear you was looking at him. <laughs> she was, hey, that's why I'm glad, that's why I'm glad, that's why I'm glad you looking. said that. That's so funny. That, she was looking. My homeboy Mike Scott, I, I, I hope you listening, bro. Mike, 
listen, Mike said you was, listen, you was yeah. looking at him. He said, yeah. as she said, man, I'm telling you, she was looking at him. I said, bro, come on now, dog. She just sitting next to him. looking. Mike Scott is his name. I'll give it to you. I'll just show you. Hey, he going to cry laughing. He said she did. She did. She didn't say she Whatever he said you did, you did that shit. Hey, it's funny you said that because he said that. Oh, man, he was looking at him. I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah Mike. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg, everybody was at that game. No, that, that, was, that was a big dope game. Because, and I think, was Envy there too? But I just remember that we went because I, I was excited that it was in Brooklyn. And, yep. you know, I'm from Brooklyn. That's where the kickoff was. And I was like, all right, let's see what this is all about. And I love what Ice Cube is doing too. And I saw Shaq just also recently uh, posted about it. Mm -hmm. So to everybody, that means, is he about to get involved somehow? It, it, I mean, we need it, Shaq. You know, it's this, mm -hmm. this Cube needs all the support he can get. You know, you, you see the NBA not supporting him. Why right. not? Right. Are you surprised it's, that the NBA isn't being more supportive? No, I'm not surprised. <laughs> okay. Perfect example. I am the face, and when I say it again, of the biggest civil rights movement ever. And I'm an NBA player, an NBA champion. Why am y'all not using me to talk about Black on black crime. Why y'all not using me? Why y'all using people that we don't know? Right. Are, you know, are not from our culture. If right. I'm the face of it and an right. NBA player and an NBA champion, it makes sense to use me. When you're going across overseas to support the NBA basketball, who you use? Your best players. Right. It makes sense. Yeah. Well, it actually doesn't make sense. <laughs> <what's going laughs> on right now. You but know what yeah. I'm saying? But you know, so I'm not surprised you're not rocking with the big three because high cube is. You know, he's a solid one. He's a real one. You know what I'm saying? He, you can't. He's just not marching to the beat of everybody's drum. He's standing. He stand on what he stand on. So I get it. But he's not. He's still gonna be successful without it. Right. And he has been. Right. So that's great to see. I saw at the game too. One of the players had Trump won. Um, yeah. On his face. Yeah. <sighs> uh, uh, um, <laughs> He, Trump won, like Trump won Royce, the yeah, Royce yeah, White, yeah. Roy, 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 Royce is, is is a friend of mine. He's just you know <laughs> the reason. The thing I, the one thing I will say is, I respect all men that stand on their own. You can't tell a man how to speak or how to right. feel. Or you don't have to agree with it. Right. I don't agree with it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I give respect and respect is given to me. You know what I'm saying? Me and him don't agree on a lot of things, but when we see each other, cool, my though. brother, what's up? It's that's respect. cool, though. Right. What he do on his own, you know, that's on right. him. That's his belief. I, but that's I, but, I, but so it's always love and respect. Right. Right. Always love and respect. Because I don't know. Like, certain friends, it's hard for me to be friends with people if I strongly don't believe. Like, no, me too. Jasmine, if you was walking around with that, Trump 1 I, on your I face. Ain't hang, but we don't <laughs> hang together. Like, okay, we don't okay. go you out. We don't ride. Yeah, we, okay. we, we work together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we, we don't hang out with none of that. You know what I'm saying? And we don't we don't agree on a lot of things. And that's probably why we don't hang out. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of things we don't stand on. We have same an time, understanding. A great <laughs> understanding. We, we, we agree to disagree on, on things. And, but Politics we can be is a tough you. one, too. Especially going, through what, yeah. especially going through what you went through, right? Mm -hmm. And also, you know, just the beliefs of people who are... Uh, he supported say, me in that. Yeah, he's so from that, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. He led. He had five thousand people on the bridge protesting for George Floyd. So that's what I'm saying. Like, right. yeah, I don't, okay. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it, I I respect him. What he's doing on his side, I don't have to agree with that. But I know he's a solid brother at times. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> at times, he's a solid brother. You know, throw that out there. <laughs> at times. Yeah. Oh, oh, all right. Now I also want to talk about this new NBA in season tournament. I need Whack. to. <laughs> Whack, 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 yeah. whack. Why would you they do like that? You like that idea? Nah, I mean, come on, man. First of all. What's the point of it? First of all, guys are playing in the regular season to build up their team camaraderie, to build, to get in shape, to be on the same page and do some team bonding, to be able to put themselves in a position at the end of the season to be in the playoffs, to give themselves another shot to win a championship. You don't play two, three games in a regular season, then play a tournament 
midseason that has nothing to do with the outcome of the final season. Right. It makes no sense. Yeah, I was confused about the. Per- I guess it's for more money to. It's it's for their benefit. Right. It's, it's for more- the, it's for the NBA's. The it has nothing to do with the players. They might make more money off yeah, of they it. Make more money. No, no, they they they, they get they get a, they get a um, like five hundred thousand for winning it. Like each player get a certain amount for winning the tournament. Mm-hmm. Okay. But tell me this. Who needs that money? <laughs> it doesn't sound like a lot to them. I guarantee a lot of those guys would rather have the regular season, right. play their games, because a lot of these guys played the first half of the season just to make the All-Star game because a lot of those big players, they get big they get a million-dollar bonus just for making the All-Star game. That's the incentive they have in their contract. Uh, so okay. they played the first half just to make the All-Star game. Second half, they kind of cruise because they want to go in the playoffs healthy. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? They right. Because – the season, the course of seasons is brutal. The guys gonna play eighty two games. Yeah. They are gonna be hurt a lot. So you got to play through that, all those injuries to get to that point to be healthy at the end. This tournament is trash. It's trash. It don't make no sense because really nobody benefiting from it but the NBA. Well, it feels like that's what it's for. Yeah, yeah the players the, not benefiting from it. Mm-hmm. They already what they already doing is load management, missing games. Fans I, already mad because guys not playing. So you put an in season tournament. Guys really gonna be sitting out the meaningful games because okay, I played in this tournament. Right. Now when right. it's the games at the end of the season where we need games we, to win we to get really the playoffs, need to play. Maybe you rather sit I out the I got a rest. Right. I'm sore. What happens if you sit out the in-season tournament then? They, you think they're going to let that happen? Huh. That that in-season tournament going to be all over TV, marketed everywhere. If those big players don't play, they're going to find them probably. They just put a rule in where if you don't play a certain amount of games, you can't uh be uh you can't make the uh, you can't win the MVP or something or, or be up for a war. Yeah. yeah, you can't be eligible for a war if you don't play a certain amount of games and that because Guys been sitting out, getting these big contracts and not playing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that comes from, too, what we talked about earlier, not having no OGs in the game. Right. And that's when that's why Ja happy that Marcus Smart and um, and uh, Rose is coming because he has some guys that, that can kind of give him some game that's been there, you know what I'm saying, that can kind of bring him along. No teams have that no more. And that's why you're seeing a lot of that stuff going on. What do you think Jaylen about Jalen Green and all that. What was that? Oh. <laughs> what was that? I, mm. I've, I've been to many basketball mm. camps in my life. You know what I'm saying? Many of them, with all my brothers I grew up with, humping each other was never an option. <laughs> I, showing you what I'm working with, showing my partner what I'm working oh, with yeah. was never an option. I, yeah, I, showing well, my partner my hip well, thrust well, is not an option <laughs> after basketball practice. I, unbelievable. Picking your partner up and ramming him against the wall no, is not an option. Never, I, that's I, never, that's that doesn't we, build team camaraderie. That's never, that's never how we play. Come on. I, that's never a thought. How did that come into play? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I can't even imagine if someone tried to do that to you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's a different time. <laughs> it's a different time. All right. Now, one other thing I want to talk about. Damian Lillard, he said that if um, he got traded to a team that isn't the Heat, that he just wouldn't report. What do you think about that? I've done that, and I'm not Damon Lillard. Mm-hmm. Damon Lillard is the GOAT, top 75 okay. all, all the time, one of the best players ever. I'm nowhere close to his level of player. Never was an all-star. But I can say this. I got traded to Milwaukee, and I didn't want to be there. I didn't go to a game. Brandon James tell you, I was putting out a mixtape at the time, so I was doing shows. <laughs> I was traveling with the this team. Doing shows. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to the game. Yeah. I was doing yeah. shows, picking up, you know what I'm saying, yeah. promoting my mixtape oh the whole time until yeah. they traded me to San Antonio. So I did, and he can do it. This right. is Damon Lillard. 
<laughs> so he really can do it. If I did it, he damn sure could do it. Now, how was that uh, mixtape money at the time? <laughs> at the the so, so I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm going to be honest <laughs> yeah. with you. At the time, I wasn't making no money. Of I was, I, I, yeah, That's I'm, a but tough you, thing. But I, I, I can't say this. For the love of it, But I can't say this. I dropped a project after George Floyd called Good Trouble, and it is platinum. So Shaq and I the only one with a platinum. Go check it out. Platinum artist. So I got I got one, even though I was spending millions of dollars on wasting whole much money. Didn't do one show. You know what I'm saying? But hey, it was fun. A lot of guys won't say that. Right. They won't say they just blew money and was having fun with it. They really thought they was nice. <laughs> Especially athletes. Who is the best athlete? Um, who is the best NBA player? Um rapper? rapper. I mean, I, I feel like I can I can rap with the best of all of them, but the ones that the best Shaq. To me, who puts out their music? AI put out music, Did right? It? Yeah, it came out. Er- he put he, he put out an album, but I don't, AI wasn't doing it. Doing it. he just. So did, who, who do you think is? I, it's only three people that I would say. Okay. Well, four. I would say four. I would say Shaq. I would say Damon Lillard. Mm-hmm. I would say Lou Williams, and I would say Marquise Daniels. They have multiple <laughs> mixtapes and multiple. Uh, they've been doing it for five. a while. Those guys that I know. Baron Davis. They really do it. BD do it too. BD. Yeah. I just yeah. did a song with BD yeah. about two, three weeks ago. I got songs with BD. 100%. I got songs with BD. Shout BD out to got, BD. BD has BD, the most BD be working though. Bro, he has the most unreleased yeah. music of anybody that's rapped in life. He like Tupac. I've been BD. telling him to drop music forever. But he got BD, and he can rap serious, too. But yes, he could. Yes, yeah. he can. Yeah. He just don't put his music out. I wonder why. He did that Black Santa uh, also, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now nah, he's killing it right now. So, what are some more things that you want to do, right? Because you're obviously extremely busy with everything you have going on now, but it feels like you're still adding things, and there's still goals and aspirations. Uh, well, I mean, I've I've started acting, so I've been doing a lot of acting. That's mm-hmm. what I really want to do. I, besides the show, besides the boxing, I mean, that's really all I want to do. Right. You know, I mean, any opportunity that comes, of course, I'm going to take advantage of it. Um, Will Smith uh, company Westbrook is shooting a documentary in my life. That's dope. Yeah, That's dope. Called, called the second half, which is gonna be cool. Uh, I send y'all the trailer so y'all can see the trailer. But um. You know, oh, that's amazing! Yeah, so that's I, amazing. I, I'm definitely blessed, man. So I'm just trying to stay in my pocket, stay mm. out the way. You know what? And what come? What ha- what I need is gonna hit me right in the face. I ain't looking for nothing. That ain't that's for me. Right. What kind that's of acting right. are you thinking about? What kind of roles would you like? to It do? has to be in, in my. Don't ask me to put on no dress. Don't, <laughs> ask, don't, ask, me, don't ask me. Why to do, do we jump there? I'm just saying. Just let me go and get that out of there, though. <laughs> don't ask me to do nothing that you don't see me doing. Okay. What about what about comedy though? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because yes, I'm saying because don't have don't don't put me in a role where you don't think I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be successful in it. Okay. Right. What about I, I, could you be a, a police officer? Yeah. Okay. What about comedy? Yeah, we don't see yeah, you yeah. doing that. Huh? Huh? What about comedy? Yes, because I'm you know I'm I'm a goofball, right. of course. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I can do comedy. I can do all that. I'm just saying, don't put me in something where. What about romance? Would you do a sex scene? I can't wait. <laughs> Hip thrusting off. I, nah, 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 I'm not. I'm not a thruster. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a thruster. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Put me on camera. You'll see. I, I, I can't wait. Slow motion. I can't wait. I can't wait. Now I want to ask you one more thing too. Dennis Rodman. We recently saw he got a face tattoo mm-hmm. of his girlfriend on his face. Mm-hmm. Huge. Did you see that? Yeah. Uh, she's from my hometown. Oh, yellow, yellow. She's from Port Arthur, Texas. Okay. Oh, so yeah. you know her? I don't know her, but she's from my hometown. She's way younger than me. All right. Do you have any tattoos of women on your body? I got a couple names. Got a couple. <laughs> Names. That's right. Some, some, you know, I'm gonna keep it funky. Yeah. Some covered, some still you can see. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. I got. Yeah. I'm, I'm really funny. Marked up like the subway and all. I'm, I'm telling you. That's right. That's what it is. You cover them, you keep it moving. Hey, this is what it you, is. You cover them and keep, keep it moving. moving. Hey, she got covered. Tanya got covered. Yeah. That's what it is. Do, does a woman? Did they ask you to do it, or you take it upon yourself? Like, 
I feel like getting her tattooed on me. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, it has to be me. Can't no woman tell me what to do. Not tell you, but ask you. Like, you should get a tattoo. I, I, nah, <laughs> nah. I, it got to be just wanted to do it. It has yeah. to be me. You're, now, you're married now, yes, right? Yes. Do you have I've been your wife? Going on two years. Your wife is. Yes, yeah, on my leg. Okay. It's on my leg. My okay. Only tattoo on his leg. Okay. okay. Yeah. The rest of them gotta go. Nah, <laughs> they they covered. I mean, I can't take them off, but they covered. <laughs> they covered. Yeah, they covered. Covered and keep it moving. Yeah, keep it moving. <laughs> All right, but well, listen, y'all better win this year, okay? Yeah, we gonna bounce back. Trilogy, y'all gotta bounce back because you can't just disrupt the um the two. Yeah. Two of the guys from my key players from Jersey. So if y'all from Jersey, y'all see them boys, tell them to get on that game next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really do appreciate nah, it. Always for entertaining. Y'all family, I appreciate y'all having me. My God. All right. Stack five. Thank you. Yeah. It's Angela Yee, and I love to travel. My friends in the U.S. Virgin Islands and I are inviting you to experience their beautiful islands of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John. USVI is literally one of my favorite places. If you're traveling from the U.S., no passport is required, making travel hassle-free. I love the food, the people, the culture, and the beaches. Gorgeous. Add USVI to your vacation list by heading to visitusvi.com. That's visitusvi.com. USVI naturally in rhythm. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.